Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show, the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by our internal agency. That is Cave Social. So Cave Social helps companies grow online by creating great social media content, or so we think, and helping you execute your ad strategies and ad plans on social. So if you're feeling stuck when it comes to creating content or running paid ads, paid media, when it comes on social media, head over to cavesocial.com, hit that contact us, book a free consultation, and uh, we'd be glad to help you out. Cool. Today's show, I have Janine Krish on the show. She is the director of marketing at Flybits. She's passionate about brand and brand storytelling. We get into that and specifically how you know, a company that's really selling an enterprise solution can take advantage of of brand marketing and storytelling. So if you are a brand storyteller, you like that stuff, just like me, uh, stick around. You'll enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. Today on the show, I have Janine Krish joining me from... Well, just outside Toronto, she's actually now moved out of the city we just talked about, but she is the marketing director at Flybits, really passionate about brand and storytelling. Janine, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm very passionate about brand and storytelling. I love, I could talk for hours on this, so mm-hmm. I, I won't do that to you. I know we're time sensitive today, but before we get into that, walk me through your journey. Give me that five minute backstory of how you got to where you're at in Flybits and how you found your way to marketing. Absolutely. Believe it or not, started off as a designer. You know, I always loved that idea of visual storytelling. And I worked for an iconic Canadian airline. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Porter Airlines, but that's really where I learned the value of branding from the inside out. That whole notion that a brand is not just what you say it is, but how everyone perceives you. And it's that culmination of every single touch point and not just the marketing touch points. But it involves, you know, the frontline interactions, your internal culture, your policies, your vision. So that's really where my love for branding began. And then I moved over to an organization in Ontario called Metrolinks, where I was involved in building the brand on a legacy project called Up Express. That's Canada's first air rail link from downtown uh, Toronto to the airport and vice versa. So that was a really interesting and exciting time where you know, we were building a brand, you know, designing the uniforms, the website, the, you know, picking out tiles at the stations, like every, like literally every single touch point you could think of. And then, you know, from there, I actually made this leap into the startup world where I was head of marketing at a series A startup called Better Res. And it was a reservation platform for the long haul bus industry. So that was, you know, a very different style of marketing. And, you know, I learned a lot there. It was quite exciting. And, but then I caught wind of Flybits and the rest is really history after that. So I joined Flybits about 10 months ago and it's been quite a wild ride. And one thing to sort of summarize who I am as a marketer, I would say, you know, I'm, I am not an operational marketer. But I am a builder, a brand builder, storyteller. It's something I've always been passionate about. For someone who's listening right now and you know they're starting their own company or they want to get into marketing or maybe they are a marketer, I throw around this term too all the time, brand storytelling. You need to be telling the story. But I'm interested to hear kind of like, how do you 
approach that? You know, what do you think are like places to start? If you get walk into a company and they haven't really been telling a story, where would you want to start with like, okay, this is the narrative we're going to create? Right. It's a great question. And I would say, let me start off that answer by saying where I wouldn't start. I wouldn't start <laughs> with the product attributes, right? And then like the functional capabilities of your product. You need to connect. I mean, all marketers really understand this concept where you need to connect on that emotional level. So how does what you do tie into the bigger picture of society, where people are going in the moment, you know, cultural, you know, overlay? How does what you do improve people's lives or add utility or create value to solve a customer's pain point? So it's that concept of it's not what you do that matters, but what does it mean? for other people, for your customer, for your, for your prospect. Totally. There's the saying, right, where it says, like, people don't buy a drill, they buy the hole it creates. And I think that speaks to a larger way of thinking when it comes to brand storytelling of like, look, our story actually doesn't matter. It's how we help our customers story and how we help them become the hero and what use case do they have? And you said, like, why do they need it? Right. And instead of saying like, oh, we have this type of processing and blah, 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 blah. Look at all these great features we have. It's like, oh no, this will make sure you have a great hole in the wall every time so you can hang photos. <laughs> and and it's, it, it's so important to just flip that, right? Yeah, it's, it's exactly it. And, you know, I, I understand why, you know, especially in the tech world, why there is, you know, historically been that type of way to communicate what you do, because, you know, a lot of them are backed by engineers or people who built the product and they've done, you know, incredible work in getting it, you know, where it is um, and getting it to the market and getting product market fit. But then, we have to understand who our audience is. And at the end of the day, even if you're selling a B2B product, we're still all like humans and we, we, people don't buy into, into the features and the benefits. They buy into that higher level purpose. Um, you absolutely have to use those features and benefits as, as proof points to your storytelling, but it's not like the be all and end all. Yeah, 100%. And that's where it comes down to, I think you hit a nail on the head there where it's like, it's not B2B or B2C. You're always, it's person to person. It's brand to person. There's another, someone has to make an emotional decision to purchase and I have to be able to fit that in of like, oh, this is going to help my life. It's going to help my business. It's going to help my company, right? That That's where that really will drive from when they make a purchase decision. And all of those things and those touch points lead up to that, right? I think that's so important to say, okay, the little things matter. I was talking or not talking with, I was at a conference where this guy was up and he was the CMO of the Los Angeles Rams, the football team. And he said, we frame things from when a jersey on to jersey off experience. So when someone puts their jersey on in the morning, now we're in their world and we need to start looking at what are our touch points? What's our app messaging? What are we doing? The same way on like the traffic home. How do we help them in the traffic home when they're coming back after the game? And I love, like, I think we talked a little bit, you know, before on air, we were talking about working about like the tiles you were putting on when you were working with the railway from the downtown Toronto to the airport and getting that granular of like, this little shit matters. I think a lot of brands gloss over that. So talk to me now about Flybits and you come into this world and maybe give a little his, a little 30 second pitch on what Flybits does, but talk to me about maybe some of those little things that customers experience with Flybits and how it helps differentiate you all from the competition. Yeah, 
absolutely. Just to give you a little bit of background, what Flybits is and who we are, um, I'll tell you our story, right? Like today, bank apps are very limited. They are these transactional tools um, where you just can't do it all. And, you know, in the age of Netflix and Amazon and, you know, this, this sort of now economy that we live in, we're here to change that. So we give banks essentially that ability to service customers directly inside their app and create a digital branch, so to speak. So particularly now, you know, when there's this sort of migration to digital and this whole COVID landscape, it's really becoming more and more critical. And I think organizations are realizing that. What we do specifically as an organization um, is we do provide this live feed that dynamically shows insights and recommendations and advice personalized to each customer. And at our essence, we're really empowering financial organizations to be in the moments that matter. And there's something philosophical about this statement that I really love. And it's also very practical. And it's something that I apply to myself. And it's that concept of being present and stopping and smelling the roses in this time-starved, information-overloaded economy where time is our most valuable asset. And you've got these consumers that are just bombarded with messages every day through emails and phone calls and advertising. And, and, and 99% of these messages are just not getting through. It's really 1% of messages that penetrate um, to the individual person who wants to hear them, to, to you know, be engaged. So, you know, as consumers, we just we're now programmed to tune out like almost everything that we hear because it's just information overload. And so I think the brands that really succeed are those that are able to bring relevancy and cut through that noise. Yeah, the signals versus noise, I always say, right? Signals versus noise and looking at that we're bombarded with messages to your point. But like, what are those true signals that are going to go off in the customer's mind where they go, ah, I need that. And how do we cut through? Because I forget the number of social media posts that people see on on average per day. It's in like the thousands. (laughs) And that's before we turn on Netflix. So I think you're spot on. And you said something else there that's really interesting that you said insights, not data. And I love to make that differentiation when you look at like what Flybits is producing. Data is everywhere. Insights are limited. To me, data is the noise, right? Like, and those insights and what you can do with them are so important. Now, with Flybits, and you guys are going after more institutional customers, like I would assume, like the big big banks of, of Canada? We've got quite a variety. Um, you know, the tier one banks, you know, the North America's top, top 10, top 20 banks, but also mid-market. So smaller, smaller size customers, mid-market size customers, you know, like TD is one of our customers, members first. But also not just North America. We've expanded into UK and Europe. We've expanded Very into cool. the Middle East, and into Dubai. You were looking at Asia and Latin America. So we're sort of at that stage in our organization where we're, we're past the startup. We're at a scale-up phase, like where we're a Series C company that's really now looking for world domination. Just kidding. We're not looking for world domination, but we're looking to expand, right? We're looking to sort of get, you know, replicate what's working in other markets because we're seeing that there's such a massive demand. So cool. And 
Now, typically, you know, when, when companies are going after mid-market, enterprise, that's, you know, the potential customer. They often view marketing as sales cover, and then they have really the salespeople in doing that hand-to-hand combat, I, I say, for lack of a better term. Is that how Flybits approaches it? Are you guys doing that account-based marketing and then using, you know, the website and the pieces you produce really as that cover? So once people get in contact with a salesperson, they go check you guys out and they go, oh, this is really cool. We should use this. Yeah, I mean, we're doing sort of a combination of that. We've got quite, you know, a strong sales team. They each cover different regions. We've got a good size marketing team. So there's a bit of ABM. There's a bit of, I would say, like what we're doing on the marketing team is quite extensive. Like it's lots of variety from, you know, organizing thought leadership, webinars and events to nurture campaigns and ABM marketing and product marketing and sales enablement. And, you know, we we really do cover the full spectrum. I do think it is quite important to double down, obviously, on ABM. I think, you know, the closer you're able to address the pain points of your organization versus this sort of mass, more mass type marketing, the, the closer it will resonate and help drive sales. The big software behemoths enterprise behemoths, let's call them, you know, claim they are essentially these dancing unicorns that can do everything. But the reality is that six months and a half a million dollars later, you're left with a solution that's not scalable. On the other end of the spectrum, the smaller point solutions only address one or two aspects of a customer pain point. So at Flybits, we can essentially, we sort of sit in the middle. We turn on a switch to solve your customers' engagement challenges because ultimately we build our solutions to scale versus building for a specific solution. So down the road, when an unforeseen need arises from your organization, you can quickly and easily solve it without the additional cost. Cool. I like that. And I, I like that approach with it. And for anyone too who's listening, I realize I say I said ABM and I probably didn't define it. If you've never heard that term before, it's just account-based marketing. And for even a, a bigger, where I think that the whole world is going more that way, even D2C brands with more personalized messaging is kind of how I will put it in. We all want personalized solutions. Banks that you're working with want to offer personalized solutions to their customers because you can't really put everything in the same basket, right? And each of those, you know, institutions that you are working with are going to have different needs and wants as well. Right. And, and, and at the end of the day, you know, consumers are now expecting it. They're getting that one-on-one engagement from other industries, not just banking, but they're getting it in entertainment. They're getting it with grocery shopping, you're getting it with, you know, even signing up for yoga classes and, and, you know, <laughs> health and wellness sector. So it's, it's now a bit of, you know, the banking industry's time to play catch up, but also, you know, set a new standard and a new way in a very privacy preserving manner that is a game changer that can really be a game changer for bank marketing and engaging. And in fact, we sometimes say sales is dead. Now, I know that's a controversial statement, but what we see in the future of marketing is, or the future of, of selling really, is you access, the, the consumer accesses everything through content and in a way that they're getting the content they want. And like, 
they can find all of that in a very, very easy way. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I think that the tr- like sales and marketing are just becoming more and more blended and product development is becoming all right in that. And we're really just thinking like, what is that customer experience from the first time they hear about a brand to the last time they use it? And what does that look like is really like in basketball, there's the term positionless basketball, like everyone's just kind of doing everything now. And I think that that's very, very similar when you look at like sales is doing customer service and customer service can be doing sales and product and marketing. There's so much inter, you know, things that are interwoven that are just so important to be like, okay, these departments aren't siloed off, maybe like how they used to be in the past. And I think in organizations and and startups and, and just businesses overall that are really successful are the ones that are able to have that synergy between marketing and sales, marketing and product, you know, everyone's working together towards that same North Star. And that is so critical. 100%. Well, Janine, I'm going to let you get out of here. But before I do, let people know where they can learn more about Flybits and connect with you online. Awesome. Thank you. You can connect with us at our website, www.flybits.com. Or feel free to hit me up on LinkedIn. Um, my name is Janine Krish. That's with two N's. And I would be happy to talk. Awesome. And I will put links to both of those in the show notes page. So you guys can just head down. As always, click that link on your podcast app. Head over. Check out Flybits and connect with Janine. Janine, thanks so much for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That was great. <laughs> All right, everybody. And I will catch you guys next time. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Talk to you later. 